Welcome back to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine. It's Catherine. My bestie. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't have a last name. <laughs> she does, but we don't say it. I'm like Madonna <laughs> or Prince. <laughs> or Cher. Or Snoopy. <laughs> or Snoopy. Yeah. You calling me a dog? Maybe. <laughs> Our episode, this is episode number, what did we say? Is it number three? 14? 14. Yes, it is episode 14. Ooh. And the uh, title of this episode is The Attitude of Gratitude. Mm-hmm. I love the title. Love mm-hmm. the topic. We've got three takeaways for listeners today, Catherine. What and are they? we have listed them as number one, how to go from depression to gratitude. Oh, that's a good one. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> number two, the science behind gratitude. Mm-hmm. There is a science, is. believe it or not, and we do care about that. And number three, how to cultivate gratitude in your own life, no matter what. It can be done. Yes. So stay tuned. That is for sure. And where the proof is in the pudding. That's right. We went through some rough stuff. (laughs) Amen to that. Mm -hmm. And we're going to share that with you. So stay tuned all the way to the close of the episode where if you're a regular listener, you know that we're going to leave you with some spiritual encouragement. And this episode is brought to you by our sponsors, Muffin and Pooh. I'm just smiling just thinking of that. (laughs) Also known as our husbands. Yes. They make money. They make, yeah, (laughs) they make some money, (laughs) which is more than we can say for ourselves during this pandemic. However, they share it with us so that we can do this podcast. So, you know, a podcast is free for listeners to listen to, but it is not free to produce. There are some costs involved. And so they cover that. So thank you to our husbands who allow us to to bring this information to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah. All right, well, let's dive right into the attitude of gratitude and start out with how to go from depression to gratitude. And uh, what we're going to share with you is our story of how Catherine and I started um, 10 years ago now. Mm -hmm. Wow. I know. I can't believe that. I know. But 10 years ago, we were both in a season of life that was challenging. I personally will say I was definitely depressed. And we were next door neighbors and we were walking and talking and doing that girlfriend thing. Mm -hmm. And some way, somehow we started texting each other every single night. Mm -hmm. Top 10 things we're grateful for. Similar to um, David Letterman. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that our listeners are old enough, old enough to remember. Yes. (laughs) I didn't want to say it, but it's, yeah. I'm sure they're old enough to recall the top 10 list from the David Letterman show. And it was just 10 goofy things. Well, we we were in this dark place of just life. Mm -hmm. And everybody has life that happens. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is kind of why we called this podcast, Life Happens, Laugh Anyway. anyway. Because everybody experiences some challenges in life. and And that's where we were. Our family personally was going through just family life stuff with kids and financial pressure. And I don't know, it was just hitting me. And so I was really down in the dumpity dump dumps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same here. We, I, I know I was definitely struggling with just different things. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool that, um, you know, we just talked about, oh, well, that, that's something to be grateful for. And then it blossomed into this grateful list when right. we were discussing, you know, just um kind of offhandedly something right grateful for that particular day 
Yeah. And we had no idea 10 years ago, it was 10 years ago in April Mm -hmm. that we started. We had no idea then that we would still be doing it in 2021. Which, no. which is now. <laughs> in fact, I can recall saying to you one day, you know, if you get tired of it, just we don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. Do you remember that? I vaguely remember that. Um, um, I don't know at what point we just, we, I, like right now, if, if somebody were to ask me right now, would you stop doing it? I would say no, because mm-hmm. it's that life changing. Mm-hmm. And there are definitely some days, especially when Catherine and I are traveling uh, together, (laughs) when we don't text each other on those days as much. Right. So so there's that. And then there are some days that are just like overwhelming or too busy or whatever. And then we might we might do it the next day. So there's there's some flexibility there. It's not like a, a rigid, you know, rote exercise. But I would say. By and large, it has changed my life. It really has. Yeah, mine too. And now I am seeing when I did some research for this podcast that there's scientific study to back up that it actually is um, beneficial to us, our our health, not only mental health, but physical health and social health. I think one of the things that it's helped both of us with, I'll speak for myself because I know it's helped me and then maybe you can speak to it if it's helped you. Mm. In life, there are many things that we just take for granted. We just take things for granted. I mean, that's just part of our human experience. Doing a grateful list every single day Mm -hmm. for 10 years, 10 things that I'm grateful for, Mm -hmm. it has helped me to be grateful for my life and the things that I might have a temptation to take for granted. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even it's, it. I have now a habit of thinking of things I wouldn't normally, like you're saying, mm-hmm. think of, not necessarily that I take it for granted, but something as um, small as like snug socks. Mm-hmm. Um, little things, little conveniences in life. In fact, I remember one time in the beginning, I had said to you, I must have been having a bad day. And I said, I can't think of anything that I'm grateful for. And you said, do you have uncomfortable socks? Oh. And I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) Ding. Yeah. I have an idea. Yeah. And so I think that's what's really neat is that anything from something like a warm uh, robe to, um, you know, family to the major things in life. Yeah. It's it it makes such a difference to cultivate this attitude of gratitude. Do you know I don't I don't recall if I've ever shared this with you, so this could be a new revelation. She gets Uh-oh. nervous whenever I, whenever I say something I haven't told her. <laughs> but prior to meeting you, prior to moving in next door, you know that my husband lived with his parents and my our five sons and I went and moved in with my yeah, dad. Yeah. And it was just one of those situations where we had sold the house and had to be out mm-hmm. before the new house was ready. And we just had to make those sacrifices. So my dad lived in a small, small house. Mm-hmm. And here comes Tracy with her five boys. Oh, man. All of them under the age of 11. Mm-hmm. One of them a brand new baby. Yeah. And my dad had been widowed for... I forget now how many years at that point. My mother passed away in 1993, Mm -hmm. and this was 2001. So he had been a widower for a number of years. I can't do the math (laughs) in my head. Sorry. (laughs) People people are like, she can't add. No, (laughs) I can't. Many other talents. Thank you. Far outweigh math. Stupid math. (laughs) 
Well, I can't do math either. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I didn't plan on sharing this story, but it just came to my head in terms of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband lived with his dad and his stepmom because they, they were closer in proximity to the building project because we were building our house next to you. Mm-hmm. And when... When the five boys and I went and moved in with my dad, and I think his house is maybe a thousand square feet or something like that, super uber tiny. Mm-hmm. And this poor guy, you know, he he opened his home to us, but he didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't know. He he had not lived with babies for a while, mm-hmm. right? Let alone five boys. And I told the boys, you can only bring one backpack. That's all we have room for. And we'll just wash clothes more frequently. You can have one backpack and your bike. That's it. It was really stripped down. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our possessions were stripped down. And I moved to a town where I didn't know anybody. I just knew my dad. I mean, Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know I anybody. I knew that. Oh, yeah, there was nobody to know. I didn't know anybody. Oh, my goodness. Oh. And so I was away from my husband. I was away from my church family. Mm-hmm. I was away from neighbors and friends. I didn't, I, I was isolated. I mean, my dad was a, was definitely a comfort, you know, because he was opening his home to us, Mm. but the stress that we brought to him, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he he didn't know (laughs) how bad it was going to get. There was one night when he just was like over the moon, frustrated because it was my son, Joel had dropped a whole gallon of milk. Yes. Into the carpet. The milk bust into the carpet. Oh. And there's my my father, and he he's like ready Ooh. to explode, but he didn't because he kept a, kept the lid on it for the grandkids, you know. Mm. And then he was like, uh, "I'm gonna go sleep in the garage," and wow. he did. <laughs> Way to go, Butch, for keeping it under control. No, <laughs> I know, I miss him. Yeah. My dad passed away in 2019, but but so anyway, um, what I'm getting at is I remember in those like in that that whole season of time. I packed away my makeup. I did not wear any makeup. Oh, I think I recall you saying that. Yeah. I packed it away. I, I didn't do anything to my hair. I mean, it, it was like I had given up completely. <laughs> it was sheer survival mode. Mm. And I bought myself some new pajamas. Mm-hmm. And I remember at, at the end of the day, I would be completely overwhelmed because having five kids anyway from 11 to new is an overwhelming experience, but to be doing it on your own in a new town oh. where you're isolated and you know no one, you right? You didn't have me. I know I didn't mm. have you. Well, I started writing like a journal, mm-hmm. and I was writing things that I was grateful for. Did you? Yes. And my pajamas was one of them. Oh, my gosh. I didn't. You never told me that. Well, see, now I told you right yeah. here live on the Life Happens Ooh. Life Anyway podcast. All right. I think the point is sometimes when you're stripped down mm-hmm. a little bit in life mm-hmm. and you're kind of down, you know, you really can still look up. You can still look up and say, God, what do I have? Mm-hmm. I have my life. I have my five children. Yeah, they're driving me nuts right now, but at least they're here. Yeah. You know, I have my dad who's doing the best he can with the circumstances at hand. He's trying to be patient with five boys. Hey, that's a lot to be grateful for. Yeah. Buddy that is trying to um, show patience. Yeah. Oh. And just navigate, just trying to put one foot in front of the yeah. other in life. Yeah. yeah. So that was a long um, <laughs> little offshoot. Sorry. That's all right. Sorry about that. So so Catherine and I started our grateful list. Uh, we call it our 10. Mm-hmm. We started it now 10 years ago. It's the 10-year anniversary of our 10. And we also added three phrases at the end 
Yeah, we did. Three statements. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we, we I don't know how we, this all came about, but the yeah. first statement is an I know. Yep. I think it was because of Oprah. I, I'm pretty sure Oprah was doing these things I know. Like, these are the things I can count on. That's how I interpret it. Like, there's something I know for sure. Here's something I know. I thought it was from Alex uh, Levatory. Alex, the life coach. It could be. Yeah, that's, that he that's... was saying, I that um, think of things that you believe, because we started out with, I believe. Yeah. And then it uh, transferred to, or transformed to, uh, I know. Yeah. I know. Something you know I for sure. This. Yeah. That, okay, so, so there's an I know statement at the mm-hmm. end of the 10, and then a I can, because there's a lot of things that we can't. There, there just are. There are a lot of circumstances that we cannot control. But there are things that we can. Mm-hmm. And so we do an I know and I can. And then the third thing is I'm excited about. Most of the time for me is I'm excited about sleeping. Because yeah. <laughs> I write my 10 typically at the end of the day. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can whatever. And I'm excited about sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. So that's our grateful list. And um, we're just going to keep doing it. Because it keeps changing our lives. It does. It. I, I love that it has become a habit because mm-hmm. throughout the day, I might have something that just really stunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of the first things I think about is, well, what could I be grateful for in this situation? Mm-hmm. And so it's just a, it's just a habit. Yeah. And as I'm going to say later, and um, as we move along here, that there's scientific Uh, benefits to the brain well let's move into that segment Catherine. and stay tuned listeners don't don't give up on us we're gonna come to the to the very end we're gonna give you some encouragement to you know write your own grateful list so hang Mm -hmm. in there with us but let's move to the benefits of gratitude and the science behind gratitude share with our listeners what you learned kat Okay, so I got all of this information. I was going to try several different sites, but I didn't need to. This one was from, uh uh-oh, we're going to have to put it at the end because I don't really, I don't see where We'll put any of the references in the show notes. Yeah, but it was a psychology website. Okay. So the benefits are so far, and I had to edit this as much as I could, um, but it's still a lot. So there are psychological benefits to cultivating gratitude and just being in the habit of that. Um, you, it's a happier you. And um, it gives positive emotions and thoughts when you're forming those habits. Um, more aware and awake. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. Right? Um, increased self-satisfaction. Enhanced mood. And then under physical benefits... Um, you, basically, it's a fitter you. You're more fit, um, stronger immune system. Wow! This this, this we is need all that the... for COVID. Get rid of, right. You yeah. want as strong of an immune system as you can as possibly possible. get. Right. Uh, you have less body pains and aches. Hmm. Can you believe? <laughs> <laughs> you probably would have more. <laughs> I have no were... pain tolerance. Zero. <gasps> this is true about her. Uh-huh. But imagine if you didn't have an attitude of gratitude, you would be in more pain. Mm. No, you would be because I would be complaining about the pain. I would have a headache <laughs> every day. <laughs> okay. Optimum blood pressure and cardiac functioning. That's affected by it. Uh, better sleep-wake cycles. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. 
And then social benefits, a better you. So better communication, better empathy, stronger interpersonal relationships, more likability among group members, and more involvement as a team member. That so makes sense because mm-hmm. all of all of our listeners and all, you know, just everybody in general, think about a sourpuss among you. Mm-mm. Right? Doesn't everybody know a sourpuss? Such a funny word. It is a funny word. <laughs> but words. it's basically somebody who looks like they've been sucking lemons all day. They're always, they're always, de- yeah, like that. <laughs> She's making a face. With a crease in my forehead. They're always down in the dumps. They're yeah. always negative. Mm-hmm. They're always complaining about everything. They're big time Karens. We have an episode about yes. being Karens. Mm-hmm. Sorry for Karens who are not actually Karens, but yeah, whatever. Uh, so think about those people mm-hmm. and now think about people who are not like that. Exactly. And um, I also read, I don't have this written down, but also in this same study uh, list of things, it also said that somebody who is constantly negative, their brain is actually trained to be negative and they can't get out of it. It's like being on a hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, well, don't they it, say something about pathways? Like your brain creates these pathways. Yes. And you can change them, but if you don't intentionally change them, doesn't it just default to... It's almost like the Oregon Trail and your, wag, your <laughs> wagon wheel is in there and you're stuck. Yeah, there are uh, neurochemical differences um, in the central nervous system in your brain. Mm-hmm. And um, expressing gratitude invokes more of a natural thanksgiving, mm-hmm. believe it or not. That, that, isn't that neat? It is. Um, so some more benefits, too, that I wanted to um, list on here is studies indicated partners who expressed their thankfulness to each other often, when they do it often, they c- can sustain their relationships with mutual trust, loyalty, and have long-lasting happy relationships. Um, and like I said, that was a study that proved that um, that can improve that, you know? Well, and I think that the two of us could testify that because we've both been married to Muffin and Pooh for multiple decades. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've expressed my gratitude. I mean, we're not perfect people. We don't have a perfect marriage. We don't have a perfect family. Mm-hmm. But I have oftentimes, in fact, even yesterday, expressed my gratitude to my husband for for just his his loyalty and he's always there and, you know, the all the things that I love about him. Yeah. I try to be mindful when I text you the things I'm grateful for, when I list, list things about Kenny. Yeah then I make sure I try to tell him, yeah, too, right. because I, do too. I don't want to just just tell you. Right. I'm like, you made the grateful list. Yes. Keep doing these things. Right. You don't want to not make the grateful list, Muffin. <laughs> yeah, you think it motivates him? I don't know. <laughs> have, you done, have you done anything today that I'm grateful for? I'm pretty sure it motivates Kenny, baby. I'm just assuming. Well, I think that it's nice to be appreciated. Who mm-hmm. wouldn't like to be appreciated and noticed? For sure. That's human na- human nature. You yeah. want to be noticed. Yeah, that was in the sermon yesterday, it too. It was. Zacchaeus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He noticed. Right. Uh, so also, it's correlated, the gratitude is correlated mm-hmm. to more vitality, energy, and enthusiasm to work harder. Uh, grateful workers are more efficient, productive, and responsible. And funny so today when i was at the dentist uh i was talking with the gal the hygienist mm-hmm. it, believe it or not well she 
doing her work. You're talking. (laughs) (laughs) And I wonder, actually, side note, how much longer appointments take because the the hygienist or the dentist wants to talk to you. Yeah. And so they they stop working, actually, (laughs) while they're talking because you're answering. Anyway, um, and I was telling her about the podcast and um, about gratitude. And she said by the time the actual the dentist came in, Pete, March, Mm -hmm. he came in. And um, he said, you know, he said, we have a grateful list down by our, um, their personal area, almost by a break room, a big one. And all the employees, uh, they write what they're grateful for. They let me, so they let me go look at it and take a picture. And I asked him, I said, what what inspired you to do that? What, what, Mm -hmm. you know, what made you do that? And he said, you know, I just feel that it, um, it helps the environment, the work environment, and mm. so forth. And I said, you know, I've just been doing research on that, and it's a proven fact, um, like I just said on here, you know, for enthusiasm at work, well, responsibility. That's a wonderful tip for all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Start a thankful board at your home and in your workplace. Yes. It could just be a whiteboard or a chalkboard. Remember when Jan had one? Yeah. 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 That was so neat. Yeah. Just thought so of that. That's such an easy thing to do. All you have to do is buy the board, mm-hmm. put it up. Yeah. I am thankful for dot, dot, dot. Yes. And let let your 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 tribe fill mm-hmm. it in. And if they put weird things on there, just be grateful that they're putting anything. Yeah. <laughs> right? So shout out to Dr. March, Pete March yeah. at in Piatone, and shout out to Jan Sabi. For uh, at Evelina's Red Dresser, for yeah, doing these gratitude things that right. help uh, with more morale, right, in your business because mm-hmm. you need that, right. So some interesting things with gratitude in the brain. So as I mentioned before, um, there's those neurochemical things in your central nervous system, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of science there, which mm-hmm. nobody wants to be bored with. Yawn <laughs> with that, right? But. Um, so gratitude in the brain, it, it fosters cognitive reconstructing by evoking positive thinking. It enhances the dopamine. Mm, like and, the dope. Yes, dopamine and Bring serotonin. Uh, and the, the neurotransmitters are responsible for your happiness. And it reduces fear and anxiety by regulating stress hormones. So all those things that are released in the brain, basically, that's, it helps with happiness even. See, and that's all from God. He made the brain. That's right. That is exactly it is the right. truth. Mm-hmm. So some more benefits. Um, when you're filled with gratitude, it releases toxic emotions, mm. uh, reduces pain, like I said earlier. Um, these are proven things, again, by science okay, and studies. Okay, hold on. Toxic emotions. Like, just give me some examples. What would you consider a toxic emotion that could be released? Hostility. Oh, yes. Anger. Mm. Bitterness. Ooh. Resentment. Jeez, let it out, cat. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. Didn't mean to open that Pandora's box. <laughs> well, it's... Keep going. It's, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> well, you get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's life. Everybody Mm -hmm. has to deal with toxic emotions Mm -hmm. because we're human. Yeah. And, you know, if you cut me, I'm going to bleed. Right. For sure. Right. And emotionally, if you are bitter or or if you if I hurt, if I hurt for Mm -hmm. some reason, Mm -hmm. justified or not, Mm -hmm. I'm going to emotionally have a response that I have to deal with. 
And so what you're saying is that scientifically, scientifically. it's proven mm-hmm. that if you are intentionally looking for what you can be grateful for, it's going to counter these negative emotions, these that's, toxic emotions. That's right. Praise the Lord. Yes. It also helps with patience. Mm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Gosh, that would have been helpful about 20 years ago. Well, I was raising my big family. Yeah. You did good. Took, You're did very, you are very patient. You think? I, yeah, I know. <laughs> you are. You think if you asked my kids that, they would say that? I think so. They're mature enough to say that. They might. They, or to recognize yeah, that. Maybe now. Probably at the time, no. But but yeah, okay. I'm patient. All right, go ahead. <laughs> also, gratitude improves um, sleep quality. It aids in stress regulation. Um, and it reduces anxiety and depression, which we talked about earlier. Right. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Oh, and then also, I'm going to hear this paper rattling. Um, so gratitude can change your brain. I think that change the pathways. Is this what we're going with that? Mm, let me see. Well, yes, yes, actually. Okay. So it changes their neural structures, making us feel happier, which I mentioned that earlier, and more content. And our brains are conditioned to function in a uh, a repeated way. So if you're constantly negative, yeah, and re- repetitively, then it's just your brain is actually used to that. Like I said earlier, as yeah. well. Um, also, it's very interesting, too, this was in the study, that our mind cannot focus on positive and negative things at the same time. Wow. How mm-hmm. about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use that one in my shows with laughter. That yep. it, You know, when my audience is laughing, which is often, by the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying in case you're wondering, when they're laughing, it's impossible for them to think about their problems yeah you cannot ponder what are my problems when your brain is in a state of spontaneous combustion yeah also known as laughter so cool it is thank you jesus yeah thank you god mm-hmm. he made us that way nothing else does that yeah those dogs that they're not laughing no. they're just thirsty <laughs> that's it <They're laughs> even hyenas they're not really no laughing. they're about to bite you what gonna, <laughs> that's not a laugh that's a, i'm gonna eat you <laughs> they eat stuff they don't they're not plant eaters eat stuff yeah if it's fleshy yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> where, not have done that. <laughs> where we used to live out in the country when we were first next door neighbors we lived there for almost 20 years Catherine was there longer um we would hear the coyotes mm-hmm. oh man. they sound just like hyenas not that i've been up and close to a hyena and when they're eating like when they're feasting on something it's kind of like me when i'm binging on you know <laughs> <laughs> late night binge yeah tracy's in the kitchen now, i always thought that sound they make is when they're fighting over something food it's when they're eating it's when they are when they're eating because they they're nocturnal so yeah, so they hunt at night mm-hmm. and when they find their pet their pack animals yeah and when they find something yeah and they start to eat it mm-hmm. they do all that oh well i, I know I, I always picture it as one or two of them are eating something and the rest are mad because there's only one squirrel till about a pack of 10 could coyotes. Be. Well, it could be. I haven't analyzed the coyote <laughs> dynamic of the breakdown of the pack, but maybe. <laughs> maybe we could do an episode on that. Coyote packs. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Another diversion. What else you got there? Well, um, you know, we talked about depression in yeah. the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. I think we did. 
Yeah. Okay. We talked about how I was depressed and yeah. gratitude helped. Also, aka medicine helps also. Right. Just saying. Yeah. Get some drugs. Yeah, definitely. If you need, yeah, we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Need more help than right. just this. This is just another aid. Right. I mean, this is just something, you know, to, to help. Right. But side note, don't, don't be misled. Depression is a real mm-hmm. diagnosable illness. Mm-hmm. It is a mental illness. It's in your mind. There's nothing to be ashamed of about that. And there's real help for that in terms of doctor type support and a prescription. Mm-hmm. So get on it. Yeah, for sure. Get down on it. <laughs> and goofy now. Um, but it, back to that, though, with the depression. Gratitude asks us to accept that we are sad mm-hmm. and focus on how to reduce how to reduce it. We don't expect miracles when we write a gratitude journal. So this is back to about writing a jour- mm-hmm. in a journal. Mm-hmm. Um, we just get a closer view of the right things that still exist in life. And isn't that exactly what we were doing, right? Right. Um, Perspective. Exactly. You know, um, another side note, sorry, I'm, I'm taking us on all kinds of tangents, but... It's okay, whatever. I can adjust. Okay, good. Like shifting gears. <laughs> you know, you know that my mom sadly passed away when she was young. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was 51 when she passed Mm -hmm. and she was 47 when she was diagnosed with cancer. And I used to take her, my sister and I used to take turns taking her to the Mayo Clinic from from our home in Illinois. We would take turns running her out to the Mayo Clinic for her treatment. Mm -hmm. When we would go there, my mom would come back with this like like a sense of gratitude because we always saw people that were way worse. Mm. And oftentimes it was children. Oh, yeah. Gosh, and, oh. and my mom used to say that. She used to say things like, you know, at least I got to raise my kids. And she would start to think about the things that she had gratitude for. Mm. And I would just remember that, you know, that she would be like, it could always be worse. And even though her situation was pretty darn bad, mm-hmm. you know, it was not good at all. She had a terminal illness from, from the gate. There was no curing it. I think it's so cool that she modeled that for you yeah. and that you um, you've you have told me that quite a few times, you yeah. know, and that I, I think it's so awesome that you have that memory. I'm also thinking about how uh, she was real sick and she was playing cards with you. Right. And you've shared that many times, too, that uh, she was cheating yeah. when you guys were playing cards and just it's making me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. That was my last experience with my mom. Mm-hmm. She died like a few days after that. She was she was alive but not conscious. You yeah. Know? So that was a pretty neat lesson, just to you know, to look at life through the lens of what you can do, not what you can't do. Right. My mother couldn't. Right. She couldn't stand up. She couldn't walk. She she had bone cancer, so she she had actually like deteriorated bones mm-hmm. that were wrapped, like they had them wrapped in splints and stuff and oh it's a rough disease yeah but but the last thing we did was play cards because she said i can move my hands yeah at least i can move my hands i was like there you go yeah that's an attitude of gratitude right instead of looking at what you can't do and you have this wonderful memory yeah you had that moment and you have been sharing that for a long time that's so true Mm -hmm. yeah well thanks shout out to joan yeah my mama Yeah, um, but back to, so the benefits of the grateful list. Yes. So 16 times in this um, report mentioned 
the benefits of journaling or um, expressing a gratitude in some kind of written form, mm. whether it's SMS through texting. Mm. I was like all lit up when I read that <laughs> because that's that's what we, what do. we do. Right. And um, so, like I said, 16 times it was mentioned that um, there are benefits. And I'll just I'll just name a couple here. OK. So the benefits of actually writing it down mm-hmm. um, with a let, let's say it's a journal. Um, again, reduced pain symptoms mm-hmm. when you actually have it in the written form. Mm-hmm. You're face to face with your blessings, right? And um, there's there's something significant scientifically with that. It's also um, nice to look back at them. Oh yeah, you know Definitely. after after you're through the season of grief or the season of challenge or or pain or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's nice to look back and go, look, I survived that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, a study that was conducted on individuals seeking mental health guidance revealed that participants who wrote letters of gratitude, um, besides their regular counseling sessions, they felt better and recovered sooner. Than participants who didn't show their gratitude. Exactly. I believe that. Yeah. Um, let's see. They use it in life coaching uh, regimes. Uh, that's a practice that they, they do regularly. Um, people who keep a journal and more are more empathetic and positive-minded by nature. Mm. Um, it also suggested to find a gratitude buddy. <laughs> Can hey. you believe that? Wow, we're like following along with the That's science. What I said. That wouldn't That's great. Yeah, we could have. We could have been famous. We could have <laughs> put this out there. <laughs> well, we are now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, find a gratitude buddy. And, and share your thoughts of, of gratefulness or sharing your thoughts of gratefulness with someone is a great way to sustain a motivation and strengthen your emotional skills. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah. And gratitude notes, if you just do it in notes, um, they show fewer symptoms of death anxiety. So that means like they're, they're fearless of the future. Wow. Yeah, because they are writing it down. Like I said, um, this was listed so many times, the importance of writing it down. Yeah, not just saying, oh, yeah, I have a feeling of gratitude, mm-hmm. actually going to a journal mm-hmm. or a note on your computer mm-hmm. or in your phone. Put it in a jar, uh, you know, little notes in a jar. There's mm-hmm. so many ways that you can count your blessings. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it's wonderful, isn't it? It, it sure is, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So, also, uh, oh, I, another thing I wanted to mention that, let me see if I have it on here. It was people who are grateful uh, to God. I got to find it here, though, in my notes. Oh, here it is. Mm-hmm. Studies indicated that people who feel more grateful to God are healthier and um, they have stress resilience in life. So, uh, that, 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 I mean... Well, when you think about gratitude, right, when mm. you think about gratitude in general, like I can be grateful for something that you say or do, right, some mm-hmm. behavior or some blessing or whatever. But ultimately, all gratitude, in my opinion, goes to the Lord mm-hmm. because everything goes back to him mm-hmm. without he's the creator exactly. of everything. Without exactly. him, we have nothing mm-hmm. to be grateful for. Right. So all gratitude goes direct heavenward exactly so that makes sense Mm -hmm. 
Right. Yep. So I guess, you know, here's another thing, I guess, for our listeners to ponder and to contemplate. And that is what, where is your faith? Where is your faith and your belief mm-hmm. in God? And if it's, if it's non-existent, then it's time to seek God and ask him to give you faith. Because mm-hmm. our faith does not come from ourselves. It comes from God. Mm-hmm. So if, if we're just not on that path, we can, be, we can get on that path. And we don't have to manufacture it because that's not faith. It's ourself. Mm-hmm. Faith comes from God. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling in faith, if you're struggling with doubts, and I struggle with doubts, and I've been a believer in Jesus and in God for over 35 years. Yeah, you have. But I Can't still tell. have struggles. Mm-hmm. So I just encourage everybody and anybody, if you're finding it difficult to be grateful in a season of difficulty, a season of you know challenges, ask the Lord to meet you where you are. And pull you along in your yeah. faith. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just made up. She just did the hero kind of Hercules like, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Go God. Yeah. This study indicated that people who were grateful to God for their lives scored high, and rather they scored a high stress tolerance index than others that who weren't grateful to God for their lives in this study. Wait a minute. High, so they had more. So they scored tolerance a high stress. stress tolerance index than others. So they can just cope better. Sounds mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Who wouldn't want that? Right. So I want to share with you. You'll, you'll. I have to bring it up. So you'll have to do some, do some talking. I have okay. here in my hand. Yes. My very first smartphone when you and I first started writing oh, our oh grateful list. Yeah. Is this so, what you found and then lost? And then did you find it again? Well, I was digging for the very beginning, and I was almost there. You know how oh. you have to keep hitting, yeah. um, you know, right refresh earlier or texts. Right. Well, I kept hitting it and. I was like, shoot, I was almost there. But so I'm going to read. I'm going to share? Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this goes back some years. This goes back to 2012. Wow. Yeah. So it's not the very beginning. Right, but close. But it's close. All right. And so Let's I'm going to read you. This is my grateful list? This is your grateful list. Am I going to cry, maybe? Mm, All no. right. Well, just read it. <laughs> That's it's, it's likely. All right. Yeah. Uh, give me a second. Um, She's ambushing me. She did not prepare me. <laughs> okay, so you start out with this one. Uh, this is before we were using emojis to kind of bullet oh, point. Right, right. You have, Here's my 10. I am thankful for each one of my sons and the joy they bring into this world. Nate is smart and kind. Luke is loving and trustworthy. Joel is loyal and honest. Adam is tender-hearted and hilarious. Caleb is full of expressions that crack us up and a gentle soul. Ron and I are loving parents who get it right most of the time. We are committed to Jesus and to each other. Uh, love that we live right here in this house and in this neighborhood. Uh, okay. Car is awesome and reliable. <laughs> LOLing about my dad and his sayings. Aw. I know. Butchisms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have also, uh, so I'm also going to take just a couple from some other ones because I could not not have them. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, okay. 
um, you have hilarious when you screamed after seeing me in your car because you scared me. Oh, oh, I loved doing that. <laughs> yeah. Laughs till my sides hurt. So glad I didn't pee myself. Oh, my gosh. So I have to tell our, our friends, Catherine, uh, Catherine and I have been going places together forever. Mm-hmm. And if she's not quite ready, I would just go over to her house next door and and hide somewhere to scare her because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's easily startled <laughs> and I can't help myself yeah so I hid in her SUV yep and she got in the car yep just totally innocent <laughs> and she just screamed. screamed oh yeah sorry mm. not sorry go ahead <laughs> so then your I know I can mm-hmm. and I'm excited I know I have a choice in the way I approach each day I'm excited to turn 47, and it's my new favorite number no matter what you say. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm 55, so that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Can I, I just want to read one more of your I knows, because it just really encompasses who you are and how you think. I know there are so many blessings for me to be thankful for. I can focus on those things. I'm excited to sleep now. Yeah. (laughs) Done. Done. Night night. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so cool? It is. It did make me tear up. Yeah. Because I know, you know I'm sorry. I looked over at her. I was like, oh no. No, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But it that's the way life is. Mm-hmm. I mean, because in those days, my day would seem like it was very long. Yeah. You know, like dealing with family life and bunches of kids. And my heart goes out right now to moms who are not only working from home, they're homeschooling. Oh my goodness. They're doing the whatever it is with the Zoomy thing with the teachers and all that. So there's there's a lot of pressures on on moms in particular. Mm-hmm. And so it is a beautiful gift mm-hmm. because even though those days are long, that was almost 10 years ago and you can look back and you go, "Wow, it was it was it was not that long ago." Right. Yeah. But now my, my those little boys are grown. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Most of them moved out. Thank mm-hmm. God again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I miss them. You know, I, know. I, I do. I miss I them. Know. Yeah, I know. And then, I thought that was so cool, though, that I pulled up. Uh, we've got your boys. We've got your dad. My, we've got Ron. Yeah. You know? Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Very cool. See, this is why you should do this, mm-hmm. friends is get yourself going with some kind of a gratitude situation. Be intentional about it because it will change your life. Mm-hmm. And you only have one life. Mm-hmm. And one life to live. Mm. These are the days of our lives. Because yeah. <laughs> the world turns. Mm. <laughs> could tell we're from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So are we, are, have we wrapped up the benefits of gratitude? We have. Yeah. All right. So let's transition into how anyone, how can our listeners cultivate this attitude of gratitude in their own life. What are some practical things that they can do to cultivate it? Exactly. So again, writing it down, mm-hmm. writing it down. If you're not able to write it down at the moment and um, just try to keep, be mindful of it. I mean, I'm, I would imagine most people have a smartphone mm-hmm. so you can enter it into your notes and then um, toward the end of the day, just look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, another, you know, the suggestion on here was find a buddy that i don't understand the science. I didn't write it all down. But if you can find a buddy to share, you know, things you're grateful for, do that. If I, yeah, I would say because we've been doing this for a decade now, I really look forward to reading yours every day. 
I look forward to yours. So there's as well. one part of the blessing yeah. is writing it myself mm-hmm. and sending it. So there's that, and it only takes a few minutes. Once you really strengthen this gratitude muscle, you it just starts to pop off. It's true. It is because in the beginning you'd be like, oh, ten. I got to come up with ten. What am I going to be grateful for? But mm-hmm. once you do it and you just commit to it, mm-hmm. I also get a blessing out of reading yours. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's why they suggested it. Yeah. Okay, so those mm-hmm. are a couple things. Uh, write it down either in a journal, like with an actual pen, mm-hmm. which if people, if you're old enough to know what a pen or paper is. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're, you know, if it's more convenient and you're going to get it done by texting, mm-hmm. which is what we do, um, mm-hmm. we put it into our phone through a text, but you could also just put it in the notes. Right. Also, journaling is very important, which is kind of along the same lines, but not, but if you feel like, um, you know, we just kind of do a little bit of bullet points. Right. Sometimes we add lengthy stuff, you know, added to it. But yeah. if you are writing in a journal and you're writing out your thoughts and you're putting everything from, like I said earlier, you know, your your snug socks mm-hmm. to the major things. Don't always feel like you have to have something major. Right. You know, it it's it could be your tap water. It could. Uh, well, actually, right now, I just was thinking about the thing in Texas. Right. So right now, Texas is uh, having frozen. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's limitless yeah. what you could be thankful for. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And, you know, I think we should mention, too, that also cultivating a habit of being thankful for things that you're not really thankful for in the moment. Um how to explain it exactly but to to be thankful for like when you're in the trenches mm-hmm. uh, there's something about that too if you look for the positive things that might come out of it um, that's another good thing to kind of rein in yeah really. you know when I was in college I remember being stressed out to the max and one of my mentors who met with me regularly through the navigator ministry he was like, what's wrong? And I said, well, I don't know <laughs> everything. And then for whatever reason, I said, but at least no one came to the door and threw a bucket of acid on me. Isn't that the weirdest thing? To- wow. Was- yeah. <laughs> that is how my brain works. And she laughed. And I said, no, really, nobody came to the door and threw a bucket of acid on me. Mm-hmm. Isn't that great? Because mm-hmm. all these other problems pale in comparison if that was my problem. Yeah. I don't know mm. why, but it helped me to just cope with the trenches that I was in, you yeah. know, the foxhole that I was in at yeah. the moment. And, of course, I was in my 20s and young and dumb, and I didn't really know what real stress was. Well, you... It was stress for me, though. Yeah, for sure. It was. That's I, real I, stress. It, it was stress, but I, it got worse. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't know that. That's right. Don't d- don't don't worry about it, everybody. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this has been fantastic. Is there anything else that you want to leave our listeners with? Not that I can think we pretty of. Co- pretty much yeah. covered it. Yeah. Just hang in there and keep doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, as promised, we want to leave you with some spiritual encouragement as we do every single episode of the Life Happens Life Anyway podcast. And there cannot be a better verse for gratitude than First Thessalonians chapter 5, uh-huh. and it's verses 16 through 18. And it says this, rejoice always. Mm-hmm. Rejoice when? Always. Always. Pray continually. Pray when? 
continually. Yes. And then verse 18, and give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Friends, it is not just a cliche saying. It is not just, you know, on a greeting card or mm-hmm. or something like that. It is real. This is our, God's will for us is for us to be grateful in every circumstance. Right. Well, let's do it. All right. Thank you so much for everything, for joining us, for listening. We we love you. We're grateful for you. We are. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to figure out who's listening and how mm-hmm. we're doing. Because, right, I mean, when we're recording these, it's just me and you in a closet. Yeah. We're literally inside my closet. I can see my clothes. I see my yeah. husband's clothes. <laughs> Your organized bins. Hey, I have to tell you. What? So when I was doing the research, like trying to find like mm-hmm. selective um, thankful, grateful lists that you wrote a long time ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> I found one that is way back then that says, my closet could be a great recording studio. I did? Yes, you did. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Yeah, that is neat. Yeah, so so thank you, everybody. And please connect with us. We want to hear from you. We would like to know what you think of the podcast. We would like to know, like, topics that you're interested in. Yeah. Because we, we've brainstormed talk topics through the end of 2021, but we would love to include topics that you're interest, interested in if you have them. So please communicate with us about that. Yeah, and they can be changed. Like, we're flexible. Oh, We've yeah. got it written down. But if we see a better one. Right. We'll yeah. just move it to the end. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, we love when we get new subscribers. When you subscribe to our podcast, that means you'll get a notification every time a new episode drops. Yeah. That's the hip term. We're super cool. Here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we drop episodes every Wednesday at noon. That's our, our recording schedule. We're hopeful that we can keep up with that because mm-hmm. life does happen. And so far, we're, we've been doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. But pandemic does help. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but if you give us a, a, a little like or whatever you have to hit, either a follow or a subscribe, then you'll get notified when new episodes appear. Mm-hmm. And, and that helps us, too, to become found by other people that aren't in our circle. Something like that. Yeah, I don't quite understand it, but it's a benefit to us. Yes. And it's free to you. Yes, so listeners. help us out that way. Mm-hmm. We're just asking. Yeah. Because we, we have a goal to get 1,000 subscribers slash followers within two weeks. Right. We're trying to do that. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> we might have to extend the deadline. All right. Well, um, our next topic for our next episode is resisting fast foods oh yeah right (laughs) and how to do that so that'll be that'll be exciting well you've been listening to the life happens laugh Laugh anyway Anyway podcast and i'm comedian tracy degraff and i'm Catherine. we'll see you next time thanks for listening